let me just paint a picture here for you, folks. Imagine coordinating the most ridiculous guy's golf trip ever. You probably have a couple yo-yos in your group that are going to make the trip really fun. You can't wait. You've been waiting all year for this to come. And so you get there. Now you guys get, you get lucky. They put you in one of the lodges that's right next to this amazing driving range that has track men right outside your door. Now your two knuckleheads that you brought with you, you're worried about them knocking one over or breaking one. That's the only thing we had to worry about. But other than that, you're so stoked. Then you play the most amazing golf ever, which we'll get into the courses here in just a second. But then you're like, I want more. So you could do that at the squeeze while there's light or... You could even, if you're really a degenerate and you still need more time, you could go play the wedge at nighttime. Did I tell you about my albatross? Hey, yo, here we go. Come on. Welcome to another episode of Did I Tell You About My Albatross? I'm your host, Albie. This is the golf podcast for honest degenerates. It's like teaming up with your favorite foursome every week and diving into the best stories in and around golf. You guys ready to tee off? Let's go. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Did I Tell You About My Albatross? I'm your host, Albie. Boy, we got to go one for you tonight. I got my main man, Panda, here. Say hey, Panda. Hello, world. So we got a special episode because we're going to be talking all about a special experience we had recently at Cabot Citrus Farms here in Tampa. They're in Brooksville. They're in Brooksville. Would you yeah. call that Brooksville? Yep. Um, in Brooksville. That's what the address says. It does? I think so. He who questions the panda is wrong. Yeah, I should have learned my lesson on that a long time ago when we do Stump the Panda, which... We may, we may have time to maybe sneak in a couple of Stump the Pandas. I have a couple on, on deck for you. But really, tonight's episode, Panda, Cabot Citrus Farms had us invited Dit Yama. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about my albatross for a, um, what would you call that, a preview play? Yeah, for media day, preview play. Yeah, media day, preview play. And it was spectacular. We're media. We are media. That was that's one of the things I was like, wow, wait, we got a media. We are media. We are media, and they, I know we are because we were there with a bunch of media people. Like there were newspapers, they were like new, like I mean, it was crazy. They had TV people there. Actual media. Actual media, like people with cameras, and then we were there. We were there with our camera phones. Mm-hmm. I had a drone with me at one point, um, but man, I just I, I want to talk a little bit about Cabot Citrus Farms because this. Let me tell everyone a little bit about Cabot Citrus Farms and why it is so special to me. Uh, World Woods was a golf course in the same location. They basically Cabot bought it from the people that owned World Woods. And it was just a guy too. I think the previous owner was like one Japanese dude. One Japanese dude. They had an yeah. amazing vision for it. It still was a great golf. The track was amazing. Like yeah. it, it's uh, one of my favorite courses to play in Florida. When it was back then, when it when it was in good shape, in my opinion, it was one of the most enjoyable rounds you could play in Florida. I mean, at least. At least for me. And um, they had two main courses there. They had Pine Barrens and they had Rolling Oaks. Those were the two biggies, right? Mm-hmm. Their practice facility there. Then we're talking about the old version. We're going to get back to the Cabot here in just a minute and what they've done with it. The practice facility there was like barred. I mean, it was amazing. It was crazy. I think they had the 360. They had the 360 um, uh, range. The old one was, yeah, it was circular. Yeah, yeah circular, which I love those. And then uh, in the putting, you know, you had practice putting facility that was just a, that was unreal. Uh, always just an incredible time. And it's the nice part about it is the location. So it's in the middle of nowhere. Brooks, Brooksville, no offense to all the Brooksville listeners out there, but there's just nothing around there. Now, that place is blowing up lately. I mean, I'm not saying, but back then there was nothing there other than farmland. And um, But it's still really easy to get to. So like from Tampa, it's just a 45-minute drive on a very easy, like Tampa's terrible for traffic but getting out there is a piece of cake because yeah. you just take what we call the veterans and it's uh about 45 minutes away or so really easy to get to from tampa really easy to get to from orlando and then and then it's just the like they just kind of ran out of money i feel like i don't really know the exact story like what happened to world woods but yeah. it definitely declined over the past like you know few the last few years that they that they were around um, but again, still like the layout, the track was just, was just unreal. Lots of trees. I'm talking about the old, the old version, lots of trees. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that pine barrens, that course was my personal favorite. A lot of people like rolling Oaks more, but that is a loose replica of pine Valley. Did you hear that? Is that true? Maybe like some of the holes were templated the same. The whole big thing about pine Valley is you're, if you're on one hole, you don't see the next hole. And there was like some vibes of that out there. I also like Pine Barrens more. You did? Okay. Instead of Rolling Oaks? Yeah. 
people said that Rolling Oaks was, and this could be a rumor. I should probably dig into this here a little bit. But I, people had said that that course was a loose replica of Augusta. I think once again, yes, yeah, some of the some of the holes were templated the same. Yeah, I think Pine Barrens was really probably more of a Pinehurst. Okay. With like the waste area and the blowout and the sand and the elevated greens. Yeah, exactly. So it, it's it, exactly what he just said. So like in, in the waste areas, um, you could ground your club, mm-hmm. lots of waste areas. I'm talking about sand everywhere. Uh, and I spent a lot of time there. I mean, it's, uh, I, I mean the waste areas, like it's just, you got, you know, I kind of learned how to play out of them because that's, you just find them there. And then, um, but I do think that, you know, the layout for me, it was, if I remember correctly, the clubhouse was a joke. Like the clubhouse, the clubhouse was very 1984. Right. Like the experience was not, it's a public course. I mean, it was always a top 100. Yeah. Like, let's see. So Pine Barrens hosted a, uh, shells, wonderful world of golf. Yes. Yes. That's true. Tom Fazio is the guy that, you know, hey. he's the thing. um, great name. Tom Fazio. He gets a lot of hate. Why does he? What do you mean? Yeah. The Foz. Why does he get hate? Um, cause it's like very new school what he builds he kind of does his own thing i'm okay with i i like tom fazio some of tom fazio courses are in my favorite courses but tom fazio gets a lot of hate wow okay from um, like definitely from like the architect like bro you know what gets he's me he's not a tillinghast or a alistair mckenzie or a donald ross so he's gonna get hated on pete Dye gets hated on so yeah i mean you know i'm looking here like the people that his competitors were Pete Dye, Jack Nicholas, and Arnold mm-hmm. Palmer. How do you feel about architects that aren't? I mean, maybe maybe he's this guy is just an amazing golfer, and I don't know about it. And he probably is. Um, but how do you feel about the golfers that are not pros? That are, are uh, sorry, the architects that aren't aren't pros. Do you prefer pro architects, or do you prefer? It doesn't matter to you. Um, I mean, I think anybody's capable of making a good golf course. I think that the the couple of courses that Tiger has done have been really good, at least the ones that I played. I think that... Wait, which ones does he have? His Blue Jack in Texas, which is sick. He has uh, Payne's Valley in Misery. <laughs> Terrible name. It's Misery is the name? No, of that's the- Missouri. That's how I pronounce Missouri oh, because oh. it's a miserable state. Sorry, Missouri. Wow. we are So all the Brooksville people are going to hate us. So and far, Missouri. We, and Missouri. And the whole state of Missouri. All right. No, he has... Uh, yeah, Tiger has some cool golf courses for sure. I've never played a Jack Nicklaus course and walked off and been like, that was sick. And then what did Arnold Palmer build? Was it Bay Hill? Is that it? What, what, I mean, no, he, he, has, um, he has a lot. He has Saddlebrook. Okay. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the Palmer course is Saddlebrook. No, there's Arnold Palmer has some good golf courses. Yeah, sure. Honestly, I'm sure Jack does too. Um, yeah, he probably does. I just, I've Jack seems to make golf courses just super, super, super long. No, I think that the best architects were from the early kind of the turn of the century. Yeah. Early 19th century. Your Alistair McKenzie's your AW Tillinghast, Jimmy, Donald uh, Ross. What about Jimmy De- Demerit? Jimmy Demerit. I don't know that I've ever really played a Jimmy Demerit. I grew up playing a um, Walter Hagen course in Billings, Montana. Okay. I like that one. He played a lot of golf. I would love to maybe do a deep dive on just like architects because I know you know a lot about it. I'm, I, I kind of, I mean, I just want to learn a little bit more about him. Um, but all that being said, maybe one day have Albatross National. Exactly. That would be, that is our ultimate goal. Our ultimate goal is to get enough subscribers, which I have no idea what the number would be, but it would be to get enough subscribers to where we can build our own golf course. And I where think it's 18 par fives, 18 par fives, all albatrosses <laughs> and, and the green slope towards the hole to make it right. pretty easy to get an albatross. Um, you know, so, okay. So this may be the tie back to what I was just saying. So Joe Black uh, past president of the PGA of America said, this is like having Pine Valley and Augusta plus the best practice facility in the world in the same location. That was his comment on world woods. That's a pretty crazy, That's a pretty bold statement. <laughs> That's a pretty, like, I mean, I'm saying it was one of my favorite places, but I don't, I would not put it. I mean, I've never played Pine Valley. Everyone maybe just says it went, it. maybe like when it opened. Yeah. I mean, I think that was definitely the vision for it. So that was World Woods. That was the tie back to that was it was cool before. Exactly. Exactly. It was cool before and it's cool now. And top 100. I mean, it was a top 100 public course you could play. I mean, all the time. Like, it was, I don't think I ever saw it out, out of it. Yeah. And uh, we need good public golf. That's right. We want less people to play golf, I thought. Me and you, but, uh, we want 
to shrink the game, but we do need more public golf. That's true. Okay. All right. So I now work at a public facility, so I got to, I got to be pro public golf. Yeah. Shout out by the way, just so everyone knows, I'm gonna give a free plug here because they're certainly not, uh, spending the advertising dollars on us yet, but add to performance. Why don't you tell the folks what you're doing down there at add to performance? Add to performance is now the, the world's hottest upstart golf academy. We're going to single-handedly, day in and day out, create the next generation of of, uh, of elite golfers. Yeah. Here well, in Lando Lakes, Florida, home of John Cena. What? Ba, 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 ba. what is that? What is, is that what his... Does he do that? Does he do the... What did you just do? Did you do yeah, that? that's like it? his song. Oh. That like he plays when he comes out. I also love wrestling if you want to have a wrestling episode. Did you go to the one in St. Pete? No. Did you want to? Kind of. Oh, dude, just tell me. I would have got you on there. <laughs> so you're media now. You could have got in there. Yeah, um, media. No, so in Johnson, it's, I always forget. I think it's so funny. He lives here and like he... So yeah, so I think you're... I mean, I, I'm excited about the Academy because I think you guys are doing some pretty cool things. That's actually owned and created by... A friend of the show, Brad Brunery's part, and then also the kangaroo, the kangaroo we call him, and then we also have Shepherd. So f- friends of the show, and everyone knows uh, Shepherd is started as one of our co-hosts and uh, still heavily involved in the in the pod. So we're really excited about. It. I think these guys are just going to absolutely kill, absolutely kill it. And you, if you live in the Tampa area, in fact, if you don't live in the Tampa area, they even have ways that you can still get involved with their academy. So check them out. All right, so there, there's that. There's a free plug for for you guys to build mm-hmm. your academy. You guys are going to be jam-packed now. You already are. Yeah, Worldwoods got sold to Cabot about, in the Cabot family, I think about two years ago, maybe a year and a half. Um, and I've been like, so, I mean, I've been so jazzed about this. Like I, I, to the point to where, I mean, between us and Cabot, please don't be mad at me about this. I've driven up to Brooksville a few times, like during this whole process where you guys were moving around tons of dirt and getting rid of a bunch of trees moving and shaping the whole earth around there. I went up there a few times and just like looked through the fence and like, awe. like I, I could not wait for this place to open because again, it was one of my favorite tracks and, and it's just going to be spectacular. Everything I hear about Cabot, everything they're doing in Texas with their courses there that they're building, everything they've done. And I mean, you name it. Um, in fact, we're trying to plan a trip up to the Nova Scotia course. We just start what happened with our days. We get there. Just chronologically. Yeah, we still, well, let me just, yes, exactly. Let's describe the day. So we get there. They were, again, we were treated like media. So it was just yeah. phenomenal. We get there. Um, super nice people. By the way, Canadian people, they're all from Canada. The yeah. Canadian people are just, they've got to be the nicest people on mm-hmm. the planet. Like name me another group of people that are nicer than Canadians. Yeah. You don't have one. No. I mean, I grew up in Montana, so we're good with, we're cool with Canada. Uh, are Montana people nicer than Canadian people? Uh, no, Canadians really are pretty nice. Yeah, they're, they're they give. I mean, they fucking giving away healthcare and pills and maple syrup all the time. You can get maple syrup and pills in Canada for free. That's it's included in your taxes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, dude. That's well, that's, like people get like insulin from Canada because it's like four bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but, but I guess my point is the hospitality, the service was just unreal. So, I mean, and you know, we, we like, we've been to bandit, like I, I've been to bandit. I know you used to work there. So, I mean, it's just like, and I get it. Like, I mean, people are spending a lot of money to go to these destination type courses and you've got to like just kill it on service. But I mean, right from the get go, um, I get into the guard gate and even the lady, the guard gate was like yeah, just the nicest happy. lady. You've ever. Oh dude. She's like, I, yes, exactly. And so we pull in a little chilly that day. Um, we've got all this on our socials. We're going to be posting all of this and then I'll be flashing our, we'll be editing in. If you hop on our YouTube, make sure to check out all the, the videos. Cause we got some, we did capture some pretty cool video of it. I flew a drone around, like I said, but we get in there and, and then we had Dityama gear, uh, provided by mm-hmm. Swanee's, which shout out to Swanee's. Thanks for, uh, hooking us up on that. But we get there and they're like, Oh, why don't you walk in here? And we, we walked into their new, their new, um, what would you call that? Like, uh, golf pro shop. Was that the pro shop there that they had us in or what was that? No, the, the where we walked in was just really like merchandise house. The merch they were like selling head covers and shirts and Dude, stuff. Their merch is great. Like this hat, they merch gave, is cool. They gave us hats, give us hats, towels. They gave us a towel. The, uh, look at that thing, dude. Hand over here. Look how big that towel is. That is, that upside a down? Regular, is that a regular size towel? Yeah. It's, it's like a caddy towel. Yeah. The logo is cool. So the logo is just kind of like an orange. But then it says cabinet. Yeah, let me uh, let me get this on. Hella citrus. 
Hella citrus, yeah. Oh, and I use this, so thank you, Kevin. When you get there, for anyone that's ever been to World Woods and the property, it looks totally different in a couple different ways. Mm-hmm. One, I'd say that the um, the fact that they have the lodging already up, like I yeah. knew they were going to be doing like these really crazy uh, lodges. Uh, we actually, as a group, a g- group of buddies, we looked at investing in one. It was a little outside our price range, um, but it it looked like it like they're going to be really nice. And I think that opens in. They're already going to open those in like end of February, early March. She said. So I thought that was crazy, and they're popping them up all over. So they have that. You pull in, you go to this little thing. They get us some cider. We start walking down to the range, and then, dude, my mind was absolutely twisted. They they had. What's cool about the range there and the practice facility, keep in mind, you just heard that comment about the old PGA dude saying that it was like it was like Augusta and Pine Valley with a world-class practice facility. So, I mean, I don't know how you top that, but these guys are, they're heading in that direction because all the lodges are like, at least they have a row of lodges that are right in front of, or right behind the, uh, the driving range. And the driving range which, which would be amazing for a guy's golf trip. Like you have a guy's golf trip and you like, I mean, you can literally walk out your, your cabin, go hit balls whenever you want. Oh, and by the way, it's not just like a regular, like it's not just a regular driving range. Each bay or each, what would you call that? Each, each, okay. Each bay has a track man, an outdoor mm-hmm. track man. I've never seen an outdoor track man. Have you? I've definitely seen an outdoor track man. Yeah. I've never seen it done the way that they did it where like each individual little bay or stall has its own track man. That's like in a little case Yes, that you can dick around with and hit balls. That was pretty cool. I've never seen that before. So Mm. what else is cool about it is at nighttime you could have a, you could have a guy's golf trip. And then if you wanted to go hit balls at 1030 at night under the lights, you could do that. Or putt. Or putt. Here's the other thing. They have a short course. <laughs> but wait, there's more. No, the short course, they have two short courses, I guess is what you'd call it. Um, they have what's called the squeeze and the wedge. In addition to putting course and two 18-hole courses. Correct. Correct. Um, let me just tell you a little bit about the squeeze. The squeeze offers nine holes that range from 100 yards to 550 yards. And architect Mike Nuzo drew inspiration from the world's best short par fours to create a course that is full of fun and drama. That's the squeeze, the wedge an 11 hole. Why have you ever heard of an 11 hole course? I've never heard of that, but yeah, if it's like a short course, okay. The preserve abandon is 13. That's what, okay. I've seen. Yeah. That's the only thing I could really compare it to. So the wedge 11 hole par three course that offers vast waste areas, greens with dramatic slopes and lots of varied lies. Golfers will encounter some of the Cabot Citrus Farm's most interesting design features at the wedge and lights located throughout the course. So this is the lit one. So the, let me just paint a picture here for you folks. Imagine coordinating the most ridiculous guys golf trip ever. You probably have a couple of yo-yos in your group that are going to make the trip really fun. You can't wait. You've been waiting all year for this to come. And so you get there. Now you guys get, you get lucky. They put you in one of the lodges that's right next to this amazing driving range that has track men right outside your door. You know, your two knuckleheads that you brought with you, you're worried about them knocking one over or breaking one. That's the only thing we had to worry about. But other than that, you're so stoked. Then you play the most amazing golf ever, which we'll get into the courses here in just a second. But then you're like, I want more. So you could do that at the squeeze while there's light or... You could even, if you're really a degenerate and you still need more time, you could go play the wedge at nighttime, which I think is kind of cool. <laughs> Have you played night golf ever? Uh, kind of. Yeah. I see stuff on Instagram like all the time. I'm like, dude, they should totally. I've never done game. it with, I've done it on like lit golf courses. I've never done it with like the ball that glows yeah. and it's just pitch black. That seems Could that frustrating. Work? Yeah. I don't think oh, that, no, I don't, they do that. I know. No, I told, I would, and, and, but I've heard it can crack your club. Like I've heard it, you got to be careful mm, with those because it can crack yeah. your club. Um, by the way, with all the speed you produce, well, that flip hook. Yeah. You're my coach. Don't tell people that <laughs> you're trying to sell an Academy here, dude. Uh, <laughs> no. so, um, so that's interesting. Cause this is that, all right, real quick here. That's not the same guy as what we were talking about. That's the other guy. Oh, so that's Nuzo. And then that guy's Kyle something. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Kyle France. Okay. So really, okay, so let's talk about it. So, so there's two, there's actually two course designers, right? We have our main man, Nuzo, which I didn't get an opportunity to meet Nuzo. I didn't, his name's Mike. Um, 
We should probably call him Mr. Nuzo. I don't really know him on a first name basis, but so Mike Nuzo, he actually is the guy that led a lot of the short course and practice facilities. He's also heavily involved in what we think is the putting, the 21, which I think is the putting course. And that's, um, and then he's got a goal of creating, this is his tagline. I just want to make sure that we people get a good feel of what we're talking about here. His goal of creating enjoyable courses that inspire people to play. All right. He also has a number. Ooh, you'd appreciate this. Uh, he's also the designer of Wolf Point Club in Port Lavaca. That's probably not the right way to say that. You mm. probably know better than me in Texas. Have you ever heard of that? The number one golf course in Texas. What? The number one golf course in Texas. It's called <laughs> World Point World Point Club in Point in Port Lavaca. Lavaca. Lavaca sounds better, right? Yeah, yeah. I I'm gonna have to fact check that because I didn't. You didn't know that. We'll circle back to that. Okay, we'll circle back around to that. Um, yeah. So anyway, I, I thought that was it. But then the other the other gentleman, which we did get a chance to talk to, really nice guy, Kyle Franz. Um, let me just say that again, Kyle Franz. <laughs> Kyle Franz. He, now he's leading the renovation of Cabot Barrens, and uh, and that's that's really Pine Barrens that we uh, mm-hmm. that of course that we played. Yeah, that we played, and and we'll get more into that. So that's actually going to be called. Let me pull up the the names. Rue. The Rue. That's the that's the Rue course. Um, how do you think they came up with the names for these? I don't know. I you could have asked him. I didn't get a chance. Well, you know, so like they did actually have a CEO there, like I mentioned, and a uh, really nice guy. He just had a lot of uh, actual media around. <laughs> like they were, you know, newspapers and stuff asking questions. I could have probably found that out. He's probably told people. Um, so anyway, I guess my point is, is that, you know, the, the practice facilities are just going to be unreal. And then the fact that they're lit up, I love. All right. So now let's get into, so once we hit golf balls, we're feeling good. By the way, they had an entire spread there with like, I'm talking about um, muffins. We had like continental break, but I mean, it's a different level. You got more cider. You're all hopped up on the cider. You loved it. Uh, and then they had like, when I say like a parfait, like it was like granola, you had mm-hmm. fruit, you had like the whole deal. And it was like, take what you want. Like just go take it. Like everything was, you know, yeah, we didn't pay shit. Didn't pay shit. They were so, they were super nice, generous. So, okay. So now we're, now we're all hopped up on the cider. We've hit balls in the track, man. The maid are like, our stats are off the chart. I'm cracking golf balls with the lit golf. There's no like lit golf balls. I don't think, right. I think they just left the course. Um, but so now we're ready to go play and they are like, okay, let's a shotgun deal. And, uh, we started on hole 18 or 18, a 18, a on what, Yama's not a B group kind of group. Nah, dude, not, nah, not nah, nah, nah. we're a group specifically. Now this is, this is important because I want to describe the Dit Yama foursome we had. We had quite the foursome shout out to kangaroo because kangaroo actually, I think in my opinion was the all-star of this trip because he actually took a back seat and that never happens for friends of the show, but he did it because we had a very special late ad, Mr. Jerry Carey. Now, anyone that's in golf, uh, like social world, like if the social media stuff or like the content creators, dude, this guy, Jerry Carey, first of all, super nice guy. I reached out to him. He, I told him we we're playing Cabot. He wanted to come play and check it out. He's from Canada, uh, the Western side, British Columbia area, I think. And, um, he was like, Oh my God, if you guys are playing that new cabin course, I, I want a guy to play. Like I want to play. And I was like, all right, I've already got a foursome. Let me just talk to Brad, um, Bruner, Brad Bruner, kangaroo resident tour pro of Dityama. resident tour pro, um, you know, big hand in this Academy that these guys are doing and just a super nice guy. And Brad was like, like, and, and it was great because actually what happened, Shepard, Shepard, uh, you know, our, our other co-host, he, he said, Oh yeah. Like, I, I can't believe you'd do that. To, I can't believe you'd ask Brad to take a back seat. Like, he's not even going to want to come, man. Like, why would you do that after you've already invited him to play? I felt like a complete jerk. He's to, I'm like, he's totally right. Like, I just, I'm sorry. And um, I called Brad and I'm like, look, man, I, I apologize. Like, but, you know, and, and he said, dude, who fucking cares? Like, I, I'm going to go play like Cabot. Like, first of all, that's amazing. And he was like, I'm going to go play with a couple like random people that I'll meet. That's fine. That, that like, who cares? So it's just Shepard, you know, throwing more shade at your boy being here. It's fine. Uh, so, but it was great. So, so he's the MVP, but Jerry Carey joined the foursome with Shepard and Panda and myself. We teed off on 18 and, um, 
And it was, I mean, right from the beginning. So the couple things I, I noticed right away. So we'll get more into this here in a second. We interviewed the architect. We we interviewed um, Kyle. Kyle. Yeah, Kyle Franz. We interviewed him after. And he said some really insightful things, which I wish I would have talked to him before because I would have played the course a little different. And I it would have been cool to kind of see his vision for it beforehand. You know, I was trying to remember it after the fact. But I will say, like, the thing that was really interesting is the trees. Like, if you played World Woods in the past, Pine Barrens especially, there's lots of trees everywhere, lots of pine trees, lots of vegetation. Now I know these guys are still built. This is a preview play. So this course is not, it hasn't been fine. Like it's going to just get better and better and better. Of course, still spectacular, but it's going to get better. The The first thing you notice, or at least I notice, is that trees are gone. Like, they, like there's just like, like there's no, like all the, no, there, there are some trees like they, like they kept, I guess the really healthy and like the beautiful ones, but and like the ones that you have to hit around. Right, right. Like, like on 14. Exactly. Exactly. It didn't really, like, I don't think the, they got rid of close. He said something like 5,000 trees, but I don't think they were critical to the experience. And I think the other reason he said that was because he was trying to open it up for couple things. One, oh, obviously this is sort of the trend with a lot of these courses. Stream songs very much like this. I don't mm-hmm. know. Stream song had trees there in the beginning, but, um, but, but they're also trying to let through a lot more wind. So it was extremely, I don't know if it was just the day or if what, if, if what he was saying, I mean, I'm sure it had something to do with it. Dude, the wind was crazy. Like the wind yeah. was actually really crazy. There's no trees to block it. And and that is one thing when you'd play in the summer at, uh, at Pine Barrens or, or even Rolling Oaks for that matter, um, it was just stagnant because there was no airflow through there. So that that's the one thing they wanted to change. The other thing he mentioned is just that he wanted the experience to be more of a, um, you know, when you, he wanted the distance between tee boxes to be a lot shorter, a lot easier, and just a better experience. And I think they accomplished that really nicely. I think that was just one, you know, one thing I, I, observed but um but those were my initial when i first got out there i'm like this looks it looks completely different like yeah. i mean completely it's a new it's a it's a course it's a new course so um so that would be my any other observations on you know your initial thoughts when you first got out there what, were your, what was going through your head no caddy what we had a caddy we did have a caddy so you can take a caddy um initially yeah i mean that's the thing that you notice is it's like way more open like a like abandoned that isn't trails or like a Scottish course or a stream song. I think a stream song is like a good comparison. I think that it's a it's a stream songy kind of feel. Which one? I mean, I guess black. Is it? So it's a link. You're saying it's like a links course. I don't like using that word when it's not an actual links course. That is actually one of my big frustrating things. All right. Sorry. It has to a links course links the land to the sea. There's no sea there. Is that what that means? That is what that means. Wow. Dude, you're <laughs> love, like, so when there's no actual ocean, I hate when people say it's a links. It's I not. had no idea. That's what that meant. I thought like why they put road bunkers in like middle of nowhere, Florida for, I mean, cause there's anyway, I, to me, it felt like, okay, that makes total sense. Now. You can say it's kind of, yeah, it's, linksy. it, there's a lack of trees. It's very windy. There's sandy areas, but yeah, to say links is, it's a no, no, on your factual. Way. Yeah. That's a panda. No, no. Okay. All right, no good. bamboo for you. Good, good, good to know. All right. All right. So then, um, so then we start playing. I mean, I think being with Jerry, I was really kind of, I was really interested to see how good Jerry Carey was. Like, you know, he's got like this, he's got literally tens of millions of TikTok views. He does this thing for those of you who don't know, he does this amazing thing. I'll put a link here and all of the stuff that we do. He does this amazing thing where he walks to someone randomly in a parking lot in like a random country club. He did Carewood by the yeah, way. Carewood. Yeah. Um, and he, and he's like, Hey, yeah. Uh, you want me to be, he says, Oh, this guy's going to be perfect. And he walks up to him and he's like, Oh, uh, can I caddy for you today? And these are just random. These are like typically, <laughs> typically these are higher handicap. Like mm-hmm. the guy who got a Carol was like a 27 handicap. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, they've never had caddies in their life. They don't even know what they are. And they're like, you know, and, and he's like, come on, what if I get you a part today? I'll give you a new pair of Italian golf shoes or like, you know, something crazy. And they're like, okay. And then he learns their story on the walk, which I love. I mean, it's a great concept, gone viral, tens of millions of views, nice enough to join us. And, uh, and I was really curious to see how good of a golfer. He was pretty good. I mean, he could get around like the course. Like he was, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what his handicap was, but I mean, he was, he was good. He scraped it around. He scraped it around. I mean, it was a tough course, like for probably Jerry for not, you know, never. I mean, it was a tough course. We made Jerry play the backs. We did. (laughs) We didn't play the back, 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 backs, but we played pretty far. We played the one ups. 
We did. Yeah, we went on one up for him. We I mean, played the one ups. They were like, you should play the tangerine. We like, nah. Oh, they had Yama plays the one ups. Oh, I didn't. So they had. That's funny. So they have different types of citrus for the uh, tea. Well, they had like specific like oranges on the tea box, and I think literally everybody else played from like fifty five hundred yards, right. and we played from like sixty eight hundred. And it was still and like, Brad played from like 74. Yeah. So Brad Bruner again, previous Wa- pro. He, he walked off the course with the course record. Did he tell you that? No. They gave it to him? No. Because oh. he didn't finish because we had practice. Well, then he didn't get the course record. What do you mean? If he would have parred out, he would have had it. Oh, well, he didn't par out though. Right. Well, we can't give him that. That's, well, come on. What are you talking about? You know what it really drives you? If that drives you nuts about links, you know what really drives me nuts are when people trying to claim you think he couldn't have course records 17 and 18? I mean, could he? Sure. Did he? No. <laughs> uh, no, I think it was just 17 because we started. Yeah, yeah it was 17. He, left he had to one play hole. one hole. Yeah, one hole, which I cannot believe. He's he saying finish. the caddy wanted him to stay. He's like, nah. Why wouldn't he? I mean, I don't Because we had practice. I left too. Yeah. Boy, you could help practice together for him a little bit, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the course record yeah, on the I line. Guess. Well, dude, I guess. he left before I did. Listen, I mean, I played eighteen holes. I get the course record, dude. It's been open for. It's not even open. This is a preview play, so of course he's gonna get the course record. He even yeah. said, "You're not gonna, you're not gonna witness the course record," which I guess no one did because he didn't get it because mm-hmm. uh, he stopped early. Okay, oh, we'll just go back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Cabot, we'd love to. Like, we, you know, hey. We need to go get that course We're record. free on Wednesday. We're free on Wednesday. We can probably make Thursday next week. Anyway, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll send you our dates when we're available for this again. We can't wait to get back. So, okay. So, but, but that, no, I think that that, that's a really good point because, um, you know, with Jerry, he did kind of tough it out with this and I thought he kind of held his own. Jerry also, by the way, got closest to the pin on one of the holes, which was a, the Ten. most ridiculous shot. Oh yeah. Uh, if you remember it, it was not a very well struck. No, but I have a theory on that. What? I have a theory on that, like hole in ones and, and shit like that happens from not always super great golf shots. Oh, totally. Because you got to get it like running like a putt yeah. sometimes to go in. And yeah. so, yeah, it's like Jerry hit one to a foot on a 191 yard part three that carried 108 yards. Now, here's the other thing. He let his uh, girlfriend shout out to Carol. She was with her. Mm-hmm. She was with him, uh, and she was awesome. They're both they're both super nice and, and great. Uh, again, Canadian people. They yep. um, they she knocked in this putt. Yep. That was amazing. All right. So then we have Jerry Carey, and then as we're kind of making our and, and there are holes out there. I will say for Pine Barrens, if you remember, there are a lot of holes that look. You can kind of tell that those are absolutely the same holes that yeah. that were there. That was what Shepard was very. Like, I don't know. It was, he was like, they're all different. And I was like, no, they're not. No, not at all. Like a lot of them are not the same, but like they're the same. Right. They're super yeah. similar. I thought, th- I thought Kyle, but they left yeah. the cool holes. Exactly. I thought Kyle did a really good job with, um, and, and we I'll, I'll put excerpts of, of the interview we had with them on the podcast here. I'll mix some of these in, but I thought he did a really good job keeping the uh, essence of a lot of those marquee holes, like at least I say marquee, they they were my favorite. They were the ones that I remembered the most. So you had mentioned the wide, the wide world or the shells world of what they, what the fuck they call I it? I think it's wonderful world of golf. Wonderful world of golf. It was yeah. like 2002 or three. Yeah. I tried to watch it. It was Phil and somebody. It was Phil and Tom's, I believe. Um, I don't know if that's right. Yeah. We got to find that. Yeah. We got to fact check that. Um, but yeah, so, but, but, that was, it was awesome because they, like, I just remember there's one hole in particular, which we'll, well, we can just talk about it now. So number 15, 15's my favorite. Yeah. 15's the short guy. Yeah. 15, 15 for, again, for all of our Tampa people or anyone that's played world woods in the past, awesome hole. You get up there, depending on what your tee box looks like, depending on where you're playing, if you're playing the Dit Yama stick or you're playing the Dit Yama tees, what kind of citrus was it? All oh, the, the tangerine, the, tang- the way ups. Oh, the tangerines okay. is probably like a part three. Yeah, tangerines are. Yeah, we played it from two fifty eight. I remember. Was that it? Yeah, two fifty eight. Oh, we played so, it from two fifty eight, and there's only one tee box back. Yeah, so adjusted two fifty eight. Yeah, so I'm gonna put. I'm actually Just gonna. Downhill. I'm gonna put this in the YouTube. Please subscribe to our YouTube, um, because I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually gonna put a. I'm gonna put a picture of the hole. And I, you, it's just so cool the way it is. Cause again, we're in the middle of nowhere, Brooksville. It's just all waste area. Like it's just like world was, was always waste. but, but he kept a lot of the essence of that hole and you're, you're, it's an elevated tee box mm-hmm. and then you can go left. You can like lay up left and then it's a real easy approach. I'd real, again, real short hole, or you can take the right 
version and you got to clear. Now, before I remember World Woods, like you actually had to clear some like water and stuff. Like that was like, was there water there this time? I can't remember. There wasn't. I don't think that in the current iteration, there's any water. Yeah. it's. More I like think, yeah, it used there. to be a little bit more challenging if you took it right you basically you can hit like a short iron way left and then flip a wedge right or you can physically try to drive the green you can't miss right that's kind of what you did (laughs) you're in the weeds if you miss right of anything yeah you can kind of miss long but you definitely can't miss right if so if you take the green on you've got to physically land the ball like basically on the green or just long yeah but if you do then it's like you make birdie yeah yeah and i mean and so you know that was that was one where you you and Shepard were just a little like a hair short of the green which i mean you know again it was i flew the flag and lipped out for eagle oh you did so you were you were on the other side of the green or wait i thought you were short of the i hit a top 10 shot of my entire life. So thank you for remembering it. I was too busy finding mine over on the right-hand right. side. When the we sand. have video of yours though. And you saying that's not drawing. That's true. <laughs> I do have that. All right. I'll put that up on the YouTube too. It was funny. Yeah. And you're like, well, it's kind of drawn. And then it just it went, tried. Right, it went way right. Um, but no. And then I flipped the little wedge. I mean, I still got, par. I mean, I got a par. On yeah, yeah. You saved par. Uh, but, but the, I, but Shepard was short. Okay. So you hit the most amazing shot in your life. Almost went in. And you got an eagle. That's right. I do remember your eagle now. That's right. I lipped out for eagle. I just remember albatrosses more than oh, yeah. Um, okay. But but the but that is a really fun hold. Like and he kept a lot of the essence there. So yeah. Cool. I I, re- I vividly remember playing there before. Like and hearing the last time I played it, I knew that it was going to be sold. Yeah. And like it was going to get redesigned. And I was like, I hope that they keep this hole the same. And yeah. They made it different but not worse they made it better and it's still there yeah so that makes me happy yeah and then the one before that one actually 14 is pretty cool because you have you actually have that's a par five you have Mm -hmm. you can go left or right i actually go right i always went right so like you hit a drive and then you can actually go up the right side and you have a, a elevated uh shot into the green like a really cool green there almost like a yeah. postage stamp and then or like what most people do and i know you guys did you 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 can go left and that's probably even an easier shot um i i was just all over the place off the tee so i, I had to play that right side but anyway but anyway that, that's also a cool hole. and i felt like that was that looked a lot different just because of the lack of trees but mm-hmm. it, it was still the same you played it the same and that was fun so that's cool so um the other the other one that i'll call out is 16 so you love that was your favorite one right par three yeah, 16 has probably the wildest green that I've ever seen on a golf course. It, <laughs> I kind of agree. If you're, it has a bowl that kind of funnels everything towards it. So if you use the backstop and play the bowl correctly, at least where the pin was, you have a one foot putt for birdie like I did. And if you don't hit that exact spot, you make a seven like you and Shepard did. And well, there's really no in between. Yeah, because exactly. I mean, I, I had some bad putts there, but I think, but it, you're right. You also had some good putts though. Like that's yeah. just tough. Yeah. It is a tough. It's, if you're standing in the middle of that bowl, what is the shelf? The shelf is at least four feet tall. Four feet. Yeah. Four, four, feet. four and a half feet around you. Like all around you. Like I've never seen. Well, I wonder, they're not always going to put that. The, they're always not going to put the flag there. Uh, no, but it doesn't. Yeah, that's okay. If they put it above it, you still have to deal with it. No, oh, you still totally. Have to put oh, up oh it. no, totally. I think it's actually. I think it can work out to your. But they had a hole in one on that hole. They did because I think it can work out to your benefit because you yeah, know, if you get anywhere near there and you land right, then you can go around the bowl and it'll kind of feed it down. And who knows? Um, they had a clown face on it too and a windmill. No, they didn't. <laughs> I mean, they should have. No, I mean some of that. Like, but I, I think I think it's kind of cool. Like, I'm I'm a big. I don't like the gimmicky stuff, mm-hmm. and that is a little gimmicky. I will say, but I also thing you can play it and they can position the flag where it's just a really ch- I, I mean I don't I don't mind it it's one of these I'm not describing it's not really like a gimmicky thing where it's like I don't enjoy playing it it's actually kind of interesting and fun that like it kind of reminds me of a very small version it'd be like a micro version of stream song black number nine where you have that huge bowl mm-hmm. and all the kind of funnels down it's like that just shrunk down to like a micro machine level yeah the green itself is not that massive but the the bowl that you have to deal with is is pretty severe there was another par well three though on the the front that has 
like a, that's like a Baritz hole. That's a template that a lot of people use. Yeah. So, so, um, I, I think, well, that par three number, oh man, I wish I knew the numbers here. Uh, number, th- th- I, I don't know the number, but ends up par three. So it's, it's, it's like six, seven, eight or something. Yeah, it's exactly. It's one of those, but I, but, it, and I remember that one actually looks very similar to the old hole, except mm-hmm. again, the trees and surrounding area look different, but I love that par three on the original pine barrens because you'd go over what had that really cool lake in the, in the, in the front of it. Yeah. And then, you know, you can actually hit it on the right side and it would funnel everything down to the mm-hmm. left. Um, so I thought that still, you could still see a lot of that in that hole. It was a little different. It was shaped a little different, but I, I mean, that was still a cool hole. Um, I didn't play very well in that one. What is, who has the most templates? Are they all like, does, does Palmer have a template that no. everyone follows? So it's just CB. <laughs> uh, no, it's not just CB, but there's all sorts of, <laughs> There's McAllister or Al, 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 uh, what's his name? Alistair McKenzie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he has some stuff that like people definitely are going to copy for sure. Cause he's, he's really good. By the way, this episode Panda so excited because this episode is sponsored by divot board, divot board. Yeah, so everyone knows... You're a proud Divot Board user. Yeah, so I mean, I will say, so like we are doing this segment. It's been slow rollings to try to get going. We've just got so much other stuff going on, but I've got like three or four of these recorded. I've got just about every swing aid imaginable. Like I really do. I'm the swing aid guru, as you know. We're going to get you involved to kind of explain to people how you're supposed to use it. But this one does actually work. I've seen you use this one. Yeah, this one is so divot board, um, amazing. I and I'm not just saying this. Like I'm not. I'm not ever going to. By the way, we're we're honest degenerates. I'm never going to promote something. Now we may review stuff that I don't necessarily believe in. Yeah. I'll give you my. Well, I think feedback. we should rank all the. Yeah. I think you should get a panda pass fail. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's do that. What it, you know, and I, I think the biggest, the biggest selling point here is you get to see where your club is making impact into the turf because it has these like fancy sequence and then they go, whoops, like that. Mm-hmm. So you can see if it's like once your club goes, um, I mean, they've been around a little bit. They're pretty popular, but, uh, they've been kind enough to actually give us a code that our listeners can use for 10% off and free shipping and uh, all it is is go to their website and then in the coupon section, you type in, or I think code section, uh, um, you just want to type in albatross. All right. So then the other thing that we had was the halfway house. So about mid, oh, yeah. mid round. Those are sick. Yeah. So mid round. Um, he passed it a couple of times. He passed it at least twice, like on the front yeah. and once on the back. Yeah. They have this amazing, like, I mean, it kind of looks a lot, a lot like the lodges that they're building, but it's all like modern. I don't know what you call it. Like modern farmhouse. kind of like really mm-hmm. well done. Like you go inside and it's like, Oh shit. They had beers that we never seen before. They had this one creamsicle beer. Uh, I wish I, I wish I'd give a shout out to the brewery. I mean, it was a local brewery. Um, Maybe I'll try to put that in our comments too, so they can sponsor us. But they, it was delicious. I kept going back to them like, "Hey, do you have any more?" And they're like, "No, we don't have any more of those." No, you drank them all. Yeah, we were <laughs> giving you everything else. Like, please leave us alone. <laughs> they gave us sandwiches. It was barbecue. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. Like, the, well, that's the other thing. So, like, the food at the turn, it wasn't like your typical like. <laughs> I mean, I think Carol would shout out to concert. Uh, they, you go in there and they're like, "Oh yeah, no, we got this hot dog that you know it's been spinning for three mm-hmm. days. Like that'd be good for you." And then the bread's got mold on it, but you know whatever. Shout out concert. We love you. Thanks for having us. Uh, but no, it's, it's like, no, I, I was actually, they did here. have hot dogs. They, they did they, have hot dogs. Yeah. Like really good ones. Like, yeah. what, like, and, and then, and, but, and then the, the guy goes, Oh yeah. Or you can do our barbecue sandwich. And by the way, this barbecue has been like slow roasted or whatever they the smoked for like the last two days. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. like incredible. Um, and you know, we went in and talked to the guy and like, it, you know, just the service and the food and everything was just phenomenal. So that's going to be great. Um, so then after that, we, you know, we just kind of, I mean, I, I think that's, I mean, in, you know, the rest of the course, I mean, just in general, I thought it was, um, it's, you know, it's still really early. Mm-hmm. A lot of the vegetation needs to still grow in like the, the, the stuff that they just planted and it's going to be spectacular, but, um, but yeah. And then, and then I think it, it's going to be an amazing for a guy's golf trip. It's going to be like, I, I, like whoever, like, listen to this. Like if you don't live in the area, and you're trying to look for a good guy's golf trip, especially if it's easier for you to get to in here in Florida, mm-hmm. dude, this should be at the top of your list. In my opinion, this should be definitely up there. Yeah. Um, if you're, if you're looking to travel for sure, I mean, you can make a, a pretty sick week of fly into Tampa, fly into Orlando. Yeah. You can hit Cabot, you can hit stream song and then 
or you go back to Orlando because Orlando is better golf than Tampa. But you can hit a lot of sick places for sure. Yeah. Where would you go in Orlando? Where would you go play golf in Orlando? Yeah, you specifically. Uh, I like the Waldorf. I like... I do like the Waldorf. I mean, Orange County National is cool. Orange County National, like, I, I mean... And by the way, if you guys would have us out there, I could easily edit this out. <laughs> they had but, a live event. Well, they did. But I mean, you know, but to <laughs> me, like I've played Orange County. I used to live in Orlando. Um, shout out College Park. Shout out all my I-4 Cup guys. Like I, 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 love, I love a lot of the courses in Orlando. The Orange County National to me was... It, it, like hit or miss on like the, the, um, you know, the, the quality, like not quality, but the, uh, the condition, like yeah. just, they, they have some, they have it's some a factory. It is a fact they play, they have a lot of play out there. They play a fuck ton of golf and, there. And they do, they, they, they've had Q school out there a bunch. I know. I mean, it's a, it's a great track. Like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I'm not trying to knock them cause their, their tracks are awesome out there with, uh, with Panther, uh, with a Panther. Oh, crooked cat. Crooked cat. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Waldorf is good. Uh, there's Waldorf. like the Four Seasons. There's a Ritz course. Like, there's lots of good golf yeah, in Orlando. The private there's ones a ton are amazing. The, pri- the private courses in Orlando are amazing. Like, you got Lake Nona. You got like some of the private courses are just ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I think all in all, it was just an incredible experience. So then afterwards, they had an amazing food truck situation. So their food trucks are great. They had all kinds of different like brewery, like like uh, craft beers. Uh, really eclectic stuff like cornhole. It's just a really fun like vibe, like a really fun like down to earth. And I, I don't think that was just for media day. That was actually they're gonna have those food trucks there. Yeah, yeah like they're gonna be there for the um, for the guests there, which are, which is awesome. And then and then you have um, and then that that's right next to the short courses. So then that's kind of leads you right right out out there. I think the rate for the course that we played isn't that insane either. Well, right? I think it's because yeah, I mean I think it's like 160 right now, but I think. I think that could be because it's so new. They're okay. Yeah, like I, I don't know. Maybe not. I, I mean, hope they kind of keep it like closest to that. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't ever like five hundred dollar golf courses. No, I mean, no, not at all. And they hopefully will have like some resident rates. But um, I think for me, the overall consensus is just you know I, I think it's got some growing in to do, but you can tell it's going to be absolutely spectacular. You can tell to me, in my opinion, I think it's going to be better than Stream Song. Very, Whoa. very comparable. Whoa. I I love Stream Song. I'm not a huge. I'll just say it, Stream Song. You haven't had us out. Cabot did. Yeah, uh, that's true. Have us out, dude. Changed my mind. But I've played Black a dozen times, and it's Black's my least favorite, though. Yeah, me too. I love Red and Blue. Why do you keep playing it then? Well, I mean, it, I'll still play. I still great course. <laughs> no, no, no. It's still a great course. I'm just yeah. saying for the money. Like that's an expensive. That's an, usually an expensive round. So it's like. I, you know, and I don't mind. Like, I don't like spending a lot that a lot of money. But I mean, if I'm gonna spend a lot of money, then I'd rather play blue or red, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I'm usually playing it in the summer to kind of save a little bit of money, and that it just gets so hot out there. It is. So hopefully, and that's a dra- that's a trek. Like that's a, a day, trek. man. Like you're beat to shit after that, and then I you're agree. like, you get in your car and you're like, God I just, damn, I gotta drive back to Tampa. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's not easy to get to. Like it's so much easier to get to. I don't pay for stream song, so I. Yeah. No, I do have to pay the caddy though. You do because of PGA. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't pay Old Memorial. I don't pay Stream Song. I don't pay anywhere. It's crazy, dude. Get your need, shit done. I just need to get my shit together. <laughs> and come up How, what would it take? Like, what would you take? Like, some like me, you know where my swings at? Mm-hmm. Five, I'm a five, four, mm-hmm. like a four and a half. Um, what would it take for me? Like. Like how hard, like, tell me the exact process for me to get my PGA card. You got to pass a PAT, which is you got to shoot like 77, 77, 78, 78. Oh. It depends on the course in the same day. That's the one kind of got to play five rounds in one day. What are you talking about? No, you got to pay 36 holes in a day. Oh, I can it's do that. 15 above the slope or the course. Dude, I could totally do that. Then what? Like I take a test or like something? three years of book work. Oh. Well, that they stagger so that you can't just like, I'll just do it in a weekend. Like you have to like go to do class. it, go to a seminar, do it, go to a seminar, do it, go to a seminar. But I could do it. I mean, I could, yeah, it's open to everybody. Yeah. Anybody with a checkbook? Dude, that might be, that could be a really good hook for the show is like Brandon becomes a PGA of America member. I, yeah. Take, take you guys on a journey. I got two kids. Can a regular guy get his PGA card? What do you call that? Uh, PGA professional? You just say be a PGA of America member. Okay, PGA of America member. You do get a physical card, but car- I always feel like card insinuates like I'm a tour player, which yeah, if I'm drunk enough, then yeah, I am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, if you're drunk enough. <laughs> dude, when I tell people about you on the show, I'm like, yeah, I want my co-host. He's a, he's a PGA tour card. That person. happens all the time when you're like, yeah, I'm 
PGA member. They're like, you play with Rory, and it's like, yeah, dude, all the time. How many high noons have I had? Yeah, exactly. I've had like ten, and I'm like, yeah, and he's, a, I'm he's like, sick. Yeah, yeah, no, dude, he's like, I mean, he's love like, Rory. He's a different level than us, but I mean, you know, we're all kind of like, like we're all good golfers. Yeah. No, I fix slices, bro. Yeah, you're a slice fixer. And then can I? Then would I actually be able to go give lessons? Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I mean, up. if somewhere hires you, so you I can could, play free golf for damn near forever. That's all I could. So I could do that. Yeah. All right. Fuck. The only place I've paid money to play golf in in the last like five years is Carrollwood. No way, dude. Well, because I pay a membership. Dude, but it's a discounted membership, hopefully. I didn't pay an initiation. Oh, that's good. All right. All right. So that shout out concert. Shout out concert, <laughs> dude. I got to be honest with you, man. Like, you guys need. I still pay monthly, though. Anyway, we'll, we'll do another episode on my thoughts on concert. We uh, should review all the concerts. There's actually a lot of courses now. Yeah, there are. I like we played. I we, think we can play them for free-ish. It's twenty five. You pay the cart fee, so it's included. Oh yeah, we should do that for sure. Yeah, we we played. Uh, we played the one in Amelia. We played the one in um, a couple of them, like near Ponte. Uh, Ponte Vedra. Thank you. Yeah, you don't like that one, do you? I hate, well, I don't like saying Ponte. that word. I can't say that. Pana. Pana. It just sounds. There you funny. go. Um. So yeah, man. I think uh, overall, thanks for having us. Um. Thanks for having us, Cabot. Mm-hmm. It was really, really a special day. You guys got a lot of special things going on there. We'd love to go to have us at some of these other courses, dude. We'd love to go check out some yeah. of these others. We're gonna, I mean, we're gonna plan a trip out there anyway. Yeah, um, we'll make you a deal, everybody. If you pay for us, we'll come. Yes, if we don't have to pay. We'll come review your golf course. And you do. You don't have to pay anything. And we'll make a podcast about it. We will do a whole entire podcast like we just did here. And you don't really even have to treat us all that. Like just you can leave us alone. Like just give us a tea time. Yeah, we like us to the first tee. What's the course record? I think Cabot's got a a really good model for people to follow with the free towel, the breakfast spread, the interview with the architect after the ball marker, and then Jerry Carey coming in for, uh, you know, I thought, well, they didn't have anything to do with that. That was all. That was us. That was all us. All right. Shout out Jerry Carey. Shout out to Carol. Uh, Jerry's companion. She was awesome. Shout out to Kangaroo. Thanks again for taking the back seat to Jerry. Um, and thanks, Shepard, for allowing Panda and I to run shop on you that day. We mm-hmm. took lots of money from him, which I loved. That was amazing. We love doing that. And then most importantly, of course, shout out all of our friends at Cabot. Anyway, thanks for listening. We'll catch y'all next time later. Did I tell you about my albatross? Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Don't miss out on our upcoming golf giveaways and experiences. They're exclusive to our subscribers, and all you got to do is subscribe. And until next time, golf's easy. Think fairways and greens. <laughs>